This podcast is a presentation of Nags Head Church. Stay tuned and find us online at nagsheadchurch.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nags Head Church. Thank you, Nathan. Well, good morning, Nags Head Church. It's great to see you. Now, I get a chance to speak to a whole lot of churches all over Northeast North Carolina, a whole lot of organizations, and uh, sometimes I, get, I have to miss being here with y'all. So this is a, I mean, just a double blessing, whatever you want to call it, just to be able to be here with my church family and actually share a little bit about what's going on with FCA. Now, we're here on a, re- on a regular basis. You see us in the community, uh, driving around at the grocery store, whatever. Sometimes Maybe some of you didn't even know that we, we were missionaries. It's kind of hard. When you think of missionary, here's what I'm trying to say. When you think of missionary, you think of somebody like uh, the McKinney's who are all the way over halfway across the world, who are learning a new language, trying to immerse themselves in another culture. That's ten, what we tend to think about uh, missionaries. You don't really think about somebody here living among you, but that's, that's what we are. We are your missionaries um, uh, working with FCA to try to do some great things, which you're going to learn a little bit about this morning. And some of you may not only not know that we were missionaries, but some of you are like, what in the world is FCA? Well, let me, let me find out here. How many of you have heard of FCA before? Raise your hand. Okay. Wow. Pretty good. Let me ask you this, because I like to see who I'm speaking to here. How many of you either currently or at some point in your life, even if it was one year or just a small amount of time, have played a sport, whether middle school, high school, college, rec league, whatever else. How many of you have, would consider yourself a former or a current athlete? Okay. There's quite a few of you. Good. I'd just like to kind of see a little bit who I'm talking to. And before I, I jump in, I've, I, can't, I can't go without saying this. Again, I get a chance to go and speak to a lot of groups and a lot of churches. We are very blessed here at Nags Head Church to have the elder, the leadership team that we have who are serving us, who are making decisions, who are leading us as a church. Milepost 13, what an incredible worship band these guys and girls are to lead us in worship every week. I could promise you this, not every church has that experience. So I think it would be uh, okay now to just show our appreciation for for Rick and for everybody else and uh, for our band. So let's let them hear it. So don't ever take that for granted. Last year was a pretty incredible year for FCA. We celebrated our 60th year of ministry. 60 years, that's a long time. Uh, We actually here locally, Lori and I and my girls, uh, we've been here now a little over five years. So not only do we celebrate internationally 60 years, but right here in Northeast North Carolina, we celebrated five years of ministry, and it has been one incredible ride. And hopefully by the time our service is over, you will uh, find out a little bit more about FCA and hopefully be inspired and challenged as well uh, to carry out the message, the gospel message, the good news. Let me give you a little bit of background. Back in 1954, there was a coach, Don McClannan, who had this crazy idea. He thought, now back in the day, 1954, that was when TV was just coming on the scene. Uh, so, and at that time, athletes back in the day were selling things on advertising and commercials. And Don McLennan thought, if these guys have this much influence, why don't we use their influence for something great? And in his mind, he thought, let's do it for Christ. And so Don McLennan is the uh, second guy from your right 
who's standing over looking at that, he got some friends and business colleagues and athletes together. And in 1954, they formed what was then a very small group called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And one of the main reasons I got off the ground was because of this guy, Branch Rickey. Now, if you saw the movie 42, you were introduced to this man if you hadn't heard from him. Uh, He used to own the Dodgers and uh, the Pirates. He was very instrumental in hearing this vision of using the world of sports to have an influence in our world. Now, I know some of you are like, I could care less about sports. I'm not interested in the least one bit in anything related to athletics. Well, hold on for a second, because I'm going to hopefully kind of sway your mind here. The mission statement here is same as it was in 1954. It has never changed. And it's basically this, to present to athletes and coaches and all whom they influence, that's key, to all whom they influence, the challenge and adventure of receiving Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, serving him in the relationships and in the fellowship of the church. Now, that's a long statement. What in the world does that mean? Let's bring it down a little uh, simpler and closer to our vision statement. Why do we exist? Why does FCA exist here in Northeast North Carolina? It's this, to impact the Outer Banks and all of Northeast North Carolina for Christ using the influence of athletes and coaches. Now, athletes and coaches aren't any better than the folks that don't care about sports. But for some reason, the way our culture works in 2015, if you coach or you play ball, you've just got more credibility or influence than those who don't. Right or wrong, agree, disagree, that's, that's just the way it works. And we're going to do a little experiment here in, in a little bit to see if this works. Influence and impact, that's the two key words. When I first came on staff, there was a survey that was completed done around the country, and this survey indicated that 96% of all Americans were influenced by sports. Now, that doesn't mean they all played sports. For instance, in this room, I'd say over half, maybe close to a quarter, uh, three quarters of you uh, were somewhat uh, involved in sports, but there are a lot of people who never played it who are influenced by it. A lot of people are influenced by sport, and here's my experiment. Now, I'm gonna flash an image on the screen. And the first thought that comes to your mind when you see this image, just let it out, okay? Whether good or bad, the first thought, I want to hear you. You ready? And I'll promise no animals will harm during the, uh, conducting this experiment. Okay, you ready? Oh, oh my. Okay, some love, some hate, some indifference. That's fine. Okay, I thought there may be, how about this one? Okay. Wow, we've got the Dallas Cowboy fan club base right here in the front row. All right, so chances are some of you who either booed or applauded may not have played sports, but you're influenced by sports. That's just the way I work. In a few weeks, the Super Bowl's coming up. Again, another example. Who else can charge a million and a half dollars for a 30-second ad and still get it? So Uh, The world of sports is an incredible influence agent. So you may ask, why would I move my wife and my two daughters here from Raleigh back in 2009 all the way to a place that we didn't know anybody, we've never lived here, we didn't know anything except we just kind of came because God brought us here. We had just built this house and we're planning on staying in Raleigh forever. Well, that's a story for another time. I've shared it here before uh, in, in, in the previous, I think, uh, messages that I've brought. But if you want a really good story and haven't heard this one, ask me because we'd love to tell you how God opened the door through a vision and through a crazy series of events to bring us here when we weren't looking to come. But anyway, that's for another time. 
I want to focus on what, is, what exactly is going on with FCA today. Here is the seven-county northeast North Carolina area. Now, I attempt, emphasize the word attempt, to cover these seven counties. It's quite a vast expanse, especially considering all the water. But um, you know what? We love being here, and we love doing FCA. And to be honest, some places, some corners of this, I don't get to as much as I'd like, but that's, that's you know, we do the best we can. So that's our seven-county northeast North Carolina. And you guys are kind of sort of in the middle, maybe. It's, it's, geographically, it's hard to explain to people. Anyway, the four C's of, camp, uh, four C's of FCA ministry... Again, it's, FCA looks different on a lot of different places you go, but if you want to try to crystallize what we do, it can be probably the things that we do can be found in these four different areas, campus, coaches, community, and camp. And we're going to very quickly go through a few things that is going on with FCA. So for instance, we're going to look at campus ministry first. Right now, there are 18 groups that are meeting on a weekly basis uh, or every other week. There are 18 campus ministry groups. That's what we call huddles at a school, at a middle school, high school, or college. Right now, there are 18 active official groups that are meeting on a regular basis. And I won't insult your intelligence and read the list, but here are the the current list of schools that have active FCA groups. Now, you may go to a school that does not have an FCA. Well, that's when you call me because I would love to talk to you and some people at your school to try to help get one started. But we have a pretty good representation, I'd say. There's maybe one or two high schools and a few middle schools out of seven counties that don't have FCA, which I'm really excited about. Right now, there are 318 students that meet every week somewhere in these seven counties. That's almost 320 students at the middle school, high school, or college level that are gathering together under the umbrella of FCA and doing campus ministry at their schools. That's, that's a pretty cool thing because all you do is hear about all the bad things that are going on in school and there's a lot of things to be concerned about, but you never hear about all the kids that are meeting for a group, a group like this. So that's pretty exciting. So what does that exactly look like? Well, uh, groups like this where myself or others get to go to speak. Andy, uh, we are blessed to have a youth minister and Andy Lawrence who goes and supports FCA and does chap, uh, chapels for the Mania football team. But there's a variety of us that go out and speak to the FCA meeting. So there, there I am at First Flight High School. First Flight Middle School has probably got our best FCA group. They meet every Thursday, 740. They've got anywhere from 75 to 100 kids every week. Now, this, these are kids that can't drive. Parents or somebody else is driving them. So that's a pretty cool accomplishment, I think. But every year, the numbers are, have maintained about 75 to 100. This past fall, we did our Fields of Faith event at Currituck County High School. We had about 65 students, adults, coaches, parents gather together and pray for their school, for each other. We had a field day there where there were some games. There was a band that played, a guy spoke. It was a really good event. We give out uh, curriculum and resources to groups like this from Verquimans Middle School. They just started their FCA last year. We were able to equip them with the FCA God's Game Plan Bible and kind of get them going. That was a really neat thing. At First Flight Middle School last winter, we had their first ever dodgeball uh, night we had Noah Snyder and Jamie Smith come and share, uh, former surfers. Well, I guess Noah still surfs. And out of about the 80 or so that were there, we had 40 to 45. I think it was 45 put their faith in Christ at the First Flight Middle School. So that was a really fun event and a great event for a lot of different reasons. This was a shot from the Manny Okurta game. Uh, it was, I think, from two seasons ago where after the game, it was, I think this final score was 7 to nothing. 
the, the, both teams gathered together after shaking hands to pray. Now, I won't say we didn't pull guys off of each other who wanted to start something up because emotions were flying and it was a really tough and hard-fought game, but that really blesses me to see uh, opponents like that gathering and praying. You see it on TV a lot with colleges and, and the pros, but uh, that happens here locally too. FCA's got its one-way-to-play drug-free policy, our, our component to our ministry where students sign up and say, I'm not going to do drugs or alcohol as long as I'm playing or living through high school. And so this is the Mania football team. They had a big banner. They signed it saying, I'm not going to do it. And uh, they hung the poster up where everybody could see it. So talk about some accountability. Now, um, you hope everybody does that. And sometimes things, you know, people fall through the cracks or whatever, but it was a great opportunity for ministry there. I also get a chance to share with some of the teams. This is me speaking to the first flight football team uh, not too long ago. Now, here's a quote from one of our students, and and she says, as an FFHS athlete, I think FCA has opened a lot of doors for not only me, but for all the students. It's awesome seeing how much a club goes out of their way to love and support an entire school not just members of sports teams. And let me stop there for a minute, because again, I hear some students say, well, I'm not an athlete, and uh, aren't we being exclusive? But I think if you catch the heart of what FCA is, then that's not going to be an issue. Can you imagine First Flight High School or Manio High School of every coach, every single coach, and every single athlete became a Christian and became fired up for the Lord and were living out their faith? Don't you think the schools are going to change? Oh yeah, you don't have to think twice about that. We're not trying to exclude everybody else. In fact, you don't have to be an athlete to come to FCA. You don't even have to be a Christian. We want everybody to come. But we want to focus on how can we serve and use this thing called sport to influence our our schools and our communities. Anyway, let's pick up with Megan's quote. Personally, I don't think First Flight would be the same without FCA. That's Megan Forbes, who's a cheerleader at uh, First Flight High School. And I'll leave the debate to you whether cheerleading is a sport or not. Um, right now, we're going to have uh, one of our own, Chloe. He's going to get up and share from her experience with FCA. So, Chloe, give her a hand as she comes up. Hi, I'm Chloe. Um, so, FCA and my experience this, these past two years at First Flight High School, it's extremely important to have FCA on our campus because it gives us um, a platform and a way to talk about Jesus to our peers who don't know him. And... Um, For example, at club day this year, which is where every student comes together and signs up for the clubs that they want to be in for the rest of the year, um, I was at the FCA table, and my friend Ashley came up, and I was trying to talk her into signing up for FCA, and I told her to be fun, and she didn't want to because she's not a Christian, but I eventually persuaded her, and now she comes almost every week, and she's really engaged in it, and she answers all the questions, And it's just a really great way every Wednesday we we open up the Bible and we read a a passage and we talk about it and really delve into God's word. And it's just a way for non-Christians to be exposed to God's word and God's love in a way that they wouldn't be able to if they didn't come to FCA. And then another thing that Ashley does is she brings cookies to our soccer dinners, which is something that we do during soccer season. And we um, all day the culinary arts students bake bread and make spaghetti and then after school all the FCA kids come and we make dinner and pray over the soccer team and serve them and let them know that FCA is there for them and that's great because it exposes the entire team to to FCA and just what it looks like to to serve through Jesus and what it looks like to be to be Jesus's servants and it's just really great to just be able to minister to people and have them know that 
being a Christian isn't all about showing off, it's about serving. And so that's just really how FCA, I've seen FCA impact the school. Thanks, Chloe. Great job. All right, uh, that's a little smattering of campus ministry. Again, this is not an exhaustive. This is just kind of a highlight of some things that are going on. So coaches ministry, FCA, we love our coaches. Okay, we love it. 445, you may say, what does that mean? That is the number of Bibles we handed out last year, our FCA coaches Bibles to coaches. We had a two-year initiative where a company gave us some funding for us to buy an FCA coaches Bible to hand out to every single uh, coach and uh, head coach and assistant coach in seven counties. And so we, I think we have one or two schools left, but last year we gave out 445 of these Bibles. And there we are at Cape Hatteras during a coach's breakfast that we were handing out these Bibles to. And they, most of them are pretty appreciative and hopefully all of them at some point will uh, see that as a good resource for them. Last uh, year, we had five coaches and their spouses go to the uh, Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference, FCA, and Chick-fil-A partner to send coaches and their spouses uh, to these awesome, incredible weekends. And this year, it happens to be on Valentine's Day weekend at the Founders Inn in Virginia Beach. So if you are a coach or your spouse is a coach or you know a coach, encourage them to go. The only cost is travel, meals, and incidentals, and we cover the rest. So that's a really neat ministry. Uh, this is a couple from Camden High School. Uh, the Sawyers, they went and had an incredible time, and uh, they actually got their coaches' Bibles there too. We uh, did a fifth quarter not too long ago at First Flight, and we honored our coaches there. We have a coaches' uh, clinic ministry in Greensboro. The third week in July every year, I'm in Greensboro for a week. We set up a booth in the corner of the vending area, and we see a bunch of coaches. There's old Kenny Meekins. We feed anywhere. I think last year was 850 to 900 coaches lunch. We give them a program. We had a Gene Chizik speak last year, who's the new defensive coordinator for Carolina, if you're interested. And uh, for all you ECU people, uh, Ruffin McNeil spoke a few years ago, so uh, go Pirates. Okay, our community ministry is a pretty exhaustive uh, amount as well, covering a lot of different areas. So we have our Light to Light run in February. There's uh, some of the group from last year. So if you would like to run 43 miles with us, or I won't put myself in that group. I drive the car. Um, if you want to run or you want to get a partner or a team up, uh, that opportunity will be available February 7th of this year. And we initially did it to raise funding and awareness for FCA. More people have jumped on and uh, it's become a pretty big deal. So we're excited about that. Um, I said it was 43 miles. Anyway, um, we have our FCA golf tournament. We get together and have a lot of fun. This year it's going to be May 1st. So uh, Duckwoods Country Club, if you play golf and would like to join us, the information will be uh, forthcoming very, very soon. We also do our FCA community lunches. Uh, this happened to feature Danny Lotz and Albert Long, two Tar Heel greats of old. And uh, we try to meet on a quarterly basis, again, just to touch base with the community, give you a chance to come, get a meal, and uh, hear from a, a speaker that will encourage you we used to do it at Western Sizzlin. Of course, they're not open now, so we're, we'll try to revisit what we're going to do. Now, one of the best events we've done since I've been here in the last five and a half years was our One Way to Play drug-free rally. Back in 2011, we had Michael Dean Shadwick, uh, who was a, a businessman who overcame alcohol and drugs, whose son-in-law is Josh Hamilton. He came and spoke to all the schools in Dare County, and then we wrapped everything up with an assembly right here. And the place was packed. We had a ton of people, and he gave his story, and it was an awesome event. And there is Alana. 
And we also did a baseball clinic in Mania in my first three years. We brought in Matt Capps, who's a professional player and some minor league guys. And we did that for about three years. And that was a really neat event too. Uh, we have our banquets in the fall and the spring. This is mainly to celebrate all that God has done the previously, previously, uh, previous year and hopefully raise some funding to keep us here and keep us going. So 2012, we had David Thompson, any state fans here? You will remember him. We also had Mitch Mason, who was the chaplain for the Tar Heels. A uh, few other folks we've had, Bobby Richardson, if uh, any of you guys are former or, or Yankee fans, you'll remember him. We had Bobby Jones and Todd Fuller here in the spring, or in Elizabeth City in the spring, who shared. And there's some of the student leaders. And this past fall, we had George Morris, who is the chaplain for the UVA Cavaliers. So we're trying to cover all the bases. Also, last fall, we had Bobby Bowden, a Florida State legend coach who came and shared with us, and it was, that was a phenomenal event as well. And this is a shot of my youngest daughter, Judy's soccer team. I had the opportunity uh, over the, the years to kind of serve as her chaplain, where I'll, I'll do chapels for them, and we hand out Bibles and literature and try to encourage them spiritually. And because of our involvement, there are a few of them who've gotten involved in the middle school FCA, and some of them have given, they've given their lives to Christ. So we're really excited about that. And I wanted, to hear, I wanted you to hear from another uh, person. Is Brendan Strum? There he is. Brendan is a volunteer. He's a lacrosse coach. He's also a member of the FCA board, and he's going to get up and share why he thinks it's important to be involved in FCA. And uh, Brendan, come on up, man. Let's show our appreciation for Brendan. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, you know, when I think of a missionary... One of the first things that comes to mind is somebody that, that sells their, their house and, and packs up their family and moves to a foreign land and, and reaches an um, unreached group with the gospel. Well, that's, that's my buddy Scott. Um, they're living there in their comfortable lifestyle in their nice house in Raleigh. Kids are in school that they love. All their friends are there. They pack up everything, sell their home, and moved to the foreign land of the Outer Banks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, their unreached people group are our students, our students right here in Eastern North Carolina. They can go into the school like no other ministry can. And if it were not for Scott and the FCA here, um, a lot of these kids would never, ever hear the gospel. And so that's the group that they're touching. And, and that's why um, I'm a partner with the FCA. And that's why I support FCA. Their message is very simple. Um, it's salvation. And the salvation for these young people is what they focus on. And that's the reason that I support FCA. And um, that's the reason I think you should as well. So thank you. Thank you, Brennan. All right, one of my favorite parts is the camp ministry that we do. We have over almost 500 camps around the country. Uh, this number represents the number of athletes and coaches from Northeast North Carolina who went last summer to our camps, 158. Uh, when I first got here, it was four or five that were going every year. Now we're able, we're able to send so many more, which we're really excited about. I think that's the best thing FCA does. And here are a list of our camps and retreats. We have all kinds of camps from sports camps, leadership camps, a lot of coaches' opportunities. Uh, you'll see the Weekend to Remember weekend there, a few other things that coaches can take part of. We also have our high school, middle school, and college retreat. And the college retreat's coming up the first weekend in February. If you know a college student, I would love to give them that information. This is one of my favorite pictures taken at football camp, Gates County. 
high school, their football players, during, after one of the meetings, gathered around their coach and were laying hands on them and praying for them. So that, that was a really cool image that I thought uh, a lot of the other teams are doing that too, but what a, what a really neat thing to see a bunch of high school guys, tough football players do, praying over their coach. This is a, a shot of some of the Edenton Aces at, after one of our uh, team meetings. They indicated they wanted to receive Christ, so they were filling out their commitment cards. And so that's always one of the highlights for me is seeing these football players make decisions for Christ. And what we do, once somebody, and hopefully people are coming to Christ all year long, once we get their information, we funnel them to churches that are involved, like Nags Head Church. So ideally, that's what we want to do is when kids come to Christ here on the Outer Banks, funnel them right into what we're doing here at Nags Head Church. And then the other, there's a few other churches that are involved. Manio High School has been a stalwart team at our team football camp. So there they are representing. We had, uh, I think last year, year before, Indianapolis Colts quarterback coach Clyde Christensen sharing with the guys. He'll be playing a little bit later today, but uh, that was a neat thing having him there. If you like surfing, hopefully you're taking advantage of the hookalow surf camps that Steve Wise does. But FCA, did you know, also we partner with Noah Snyder and do two weeks during the summer. We do FCA surf camp. Uh, FCA leadership camp is one of my favorites. We bring in area uh, coaches, adults, and students who are leaders to train them up on what, what FCA is and how to utilize it in their schools. Here's another really neat quote that, that I like. It meant a lot to me and the kids to hear some of the comments and encouragement that you sent our way. It has made a major difference in our attitudes, our vision for the season, and all our overall character, myself included. I wish you could have seen the parents' faces when they got off the bus when, when the kids talked about camp. Words are not enough to express the sincere thanks that I have for FCA and what y'all stand for, as well as the work you've done for the student-athletes of Currituck County High School. That was John Wheeler, who is the head football coach for the Knights up there. So we do a lot of different things. We have a lot of camps. We do a lot of meetings. We feed kids a lot of pizza and a lot of donuts. We, we do a lot of fun things and a lot of events and it's not all just for fun and games and, and just for the sake of giving together. The most important thing is this. This is what we're going to leave you with. We, FCA exists, and I believe God has had his hand on it because it is one of the most incredible uh, organizations that are, that are poised right now to make an eternal difference in the lives of students. We all know kids that would never come to church if you invited them to come to church, whether students, your friends, or some of your children, or grandchildren, or neighbors. But can you imagine having a presence at your local school, which legally, yes, legally can happen, where they can come and hear about Christ in a practical and relevant way and learn how to live out the Christian uh, worldview and the framework from, a, from the Bible out in life as a high school or middle school or college student? It can't happen. Right now, uh, 80% of teenagers all across the country claim no religious affiliation or uh, say they were not members of a church, which I, I, find, I thought it was a little high or hard to believe, but this just came out, I think, uh, last fall. So whether it's true or not, that's, that's pretty sobering if you ask me. Well, when you partner that with 68,000, these are the number approximately of the secondary schools around our country. Are you kind of s- starting to think here? If we have a lot of teenagers who say we're not interested in church, or God at least, and they're all, most all of them are going to schools in our country, and if you combine that with this percentage, 80%, this is the percentage of teenagers that if they don't make a commitment to Christ by the time they leave high school, chances are they never will. Now listen, 
Time out. God can't be put in a box. God will do what he wants to, wants to do. Uh, statistics, numbers, doesn't matter to him. But generally speaking, this has been the case in my 20 years of student ministry. But yet, you know what? I didn't come to Christ really till the week after I graduated from high school. So I'm one who kind of bucked that trend, and maybe some of you are too. But all of these statistics together, to me at least, it's, it's sobering, but yet it's exciting because we, at least for right now, I can't say that FCA will legally be in schools for a whole lot longer, but at least for right now, we've got a window of opportunity to reach so many students that at least previously have expressed no interest in God or are not involved in a church right now. And when FCA is done right and it's done well and our leadership is trained and things are going like it's supposed to, there is nothing more beautiful to see at work and see ministry happen like you've, you've heard here this morning. The verse I want to leave you with, Romans 10, 14, and 15. And I love this. I see FCA in this verse. But how can they call on him they have not believed in? Now, remember those stats we just looked at. But how can they call on him they have not believed in? And how can they believe without hearing about him? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who announce the gospel of good things. And that's what the gospel is all about, the good news of reconciliation with God. But don't make the mistake of thinking that only Rick or Nathan or Andy or myself are the only ones who are responsible for that. If you're a believer, we, all, we don't have the responsibility. We have the blessing and privilege of bringing this good news to people. Now, you can't force and you don't want to force anybody to, to believe it, but you are just responsible for sharing the good news and let God take care of the rest. What an awesome responsibility. I want to give you some things to think about here as we close. You have an opportunity, whether you're a student, whether you're a coach, whether you're a grandma or grandpa, or you, whether you have a love and an interest in sports or not, doesn't really matter. You have an opportunity. The bottom line for us is this. We want to see a thriving campus ministry at our schools, every middle school, every high school, and every college, and even, there is even FCA at the elementary school level. But we want to see a thriving campus ministry where, number one, our students, you, who are believers, can be encouraged and grow in their faith. If you're a believer, it's a place you can go, be encouraged spiritually. But secondly, we want our students, we want you to invite your friends who don't know Christ to a safe, a fun place where they can hear about Christ and hopefully put their faith in him. Because again, if you go into the schools today, it's, they tend to be a spiritual and a moral mess. All you have to do is stand in a hallway and watch the eyes of the students. I get the chance to do this a lot. And for a lot of them, there's nothing there. What an awesome opportunity to invite them, no strings attached, non-threateningly, to a place where they can hear about Christ. And ask yourself this. There's one, there's two. There's what I just said. If you're a believer, you can be encouraged and grow in your faith. Your friends can come and to a, some, a safe, fun place to, to hear about Christ, put your faith in them. So here's, ask yourself this. If you have a student, if you have a teenager at home, a student, if you have a, a grandchild, if you just know some students in your neighborhood or know of one, is he or she involved in FCA at their school and if not, why? If there's not an FCA, let me know. We'd love to get one started. And if you're not involved, ask yourself, 
are the reasons that are keeping you good excuses or good reasons? I'm just asking. Because we want you to be involved. Secondly, you adults, are you willing to be involved in FCA? For FCA to happen, it, it will take you, your time, your, your treasure, and your talent to make this thing happen. Folks, we're just at the tip of the iceberg. There is a lot more work to be done, but it's never going to happen without you and, and without a, a wonderful church like Nags Head Church. And I failed to say this at the beginning. I'm so thankful for this church because since the first day I got here, Rick and the staff, they've been so supportive of me and my family, as well as the FCA ministry. Every month, they give us a certain amount, which we just couldn't do without them. And so if you tithe, part of that goes to that. So I want to say thank you, uh, partners of Nags Head Church, for making that happen. More importantly, anything else, maybe you're sitting in here, in this room, and uh, FCA or not, perhaps you've been stirred in your spirit about, where do I stand with Christ And as Rick comes and the band gets ready to come, think about, as we close, where do you stand with Christ right now? Again, FCA, we have a lot of fun, but the bottom line, the main thing, the most important thing is bringing the good news, the gospel, to to people so that they can respond. So where do do you sit with Christ right now? I'm just saying, in the the remaining time we have as we close in worship, as we think, think about where your relationship is with Christ, if you have one. If not, maybe it's a good time to think about that. I'll be up here up front. Uh, My wife, Lori, will be up here. If you have a question about FCA, you want to talk about putting your faith and trust in Christ, we would love to talk to you. There'll be an FCA table out there as well. Hey, I've got some magazines and bookmarks. Please take those because I don't want to take them home. I want to give them out. There's also a sign-up sheet for an email list. If you would like to be on our FCA email list, well, you'll get uh, some updates and events coming up. We want to add you to that if possible. We do a monthly prayer letter where we send out to those who've committed to be on our prayer team. If you want to be a prayer partner, when you sign up and put your name and email, just put a P and a P by your name, and we'll know to put your name on the list to pray for us every month. So, hey, thank you again for, speak, uh, for letting me speak to you and for listening. You've been a great group, and I want you to know that great things are happening. You may never read about them or, or see some of the results but God is doing an amazing work, and I'm just so thrilled to be here. It's been a stretch. It's been an incredible challenge, but we wouldn't want to be anywhere else these last six and a half years. We love this church. We love the Outer Banks, and uh, we love what God is doing. So thanks for allowing us to be a part of that. This has been a presentation of Nags Head Church. Love God. Love others. Reach the world. 